This is what Big Tobacco said about the black community, read by the black community. We don't smoke the shit, we just sell it. We reserve the right to smoke for the young, the poor, the black, and the stupid. Young blacks have found their thing, and it's menthol. Smoking and health is of little concern to the African people, and it seems not to be a popular issue among them. Big Tobacco has spoken. Now it's our turn. In previous episodes, I would start the episode off with a song. And I'm going to start doing that again in 2021. But I was going through my title playlist, and President Obama has an interesting uh, playlist. It's called his 2020 Summer Playlist, which I actually downloaded. And I found a song on there I had never heard of and I had never heard. The music was amazing, but the lyrics were even better. And it's a song called Liberation by the group here in Atlanta called Outcast featuring CeeLo Green, and it was on their, okay, I might mess this up, but their album called Aquamini, Aquamini, okay, anyway, I apologize if I mispronounced it, but it was a song on there called Liberation, and I thought the wording of the song was appropriate, Um, please forgive me, it's just one or two words, it's maybe a little explicit, but it was on President Obama's playlist, so I thought it was okay. But remember, when you listen to the song, the word liberation, according to dictionary.com, means the act of setting someone free from imprisonment, slavery, or oppression. And I really wanted to play this song because this episode is definitely defining all of that and what the tobacco industry is doing to the African-American community, especially when it comes to how they admit manipulation of getting us to smoke menthol cigarettes. So I just wanted to point that out. So check it out. And the music in this song is amazing, especially at the end. So I decided to add that to the beginning of this episode. Relationship with my folks is giving. 
and the ground is dry, but the roots are strong, so some survive. To your surprise, now I bust their cries. You got more juice than Zeus, slinging lightning, trying to frighten. Plans dwellers of the Serengeti, but get beheaded when you falsely dreaded. Melanin, silicone, and collagen injected. Dissecting my pride, who do I gonna get it started? We be the lion hearted, without infanticide. It's like that red sprite, you can't imagine. Unless you're looking at the canvas of life, not through the people of mortality. Single-minded mentality, getting over on loopholes, getting paid twofold on technicalities. Clicking your heels, scared to voice how you feel, black and steel. Picking cotton from the killing fields with no total. I don't think we in Kansas, no moto. Midwest, a dirty south, clean dress, a dirty mouth. Whether robbing preachers or killing poor righteous teachers, you a scared demon. Shouldn't be allowed to spread semen. And your cowardly lies never define the jackals of Babel. Running with they pack, tell between your legs, throw the mane on your head, say the story as you downplay your glory. Cackling, helping the shackling of your brethren happen just by rapping. Liberty, everybody thank you for tuning in to the ladies promoting transparent advocacy podcast i am your podcast host shay pate i hope everybody had a great and safe christmas and holiday season last week and i'm excited to be back on this december 28th 2020 what we call our marvelous motivating monday you know, I always mention how some of the episodes that I do literally change the day of and sometimes the hour of when I'm about to record the episode, and that's what happened today. This weekend, I just was flipping through channels, and I saw a gentleman 
on television talking about the struggle that the black community is having with the tobacco industry and how menthol cigarettes is killing African-Americans. So after I saw that, I was like, hmm, let me look into the New Year's resolutions of uh, 2020 because I know a lot of times people have New Year's resolutions where they were saying that they would quit smoking. So this episode is just giving information. It is not saying you should not be a smoker. I'm just giving information, and I just want our listeners to know how the tobacco industry is specifically targeting the African-American community and trying to get them hooked on menthol, specifically cigarettes, and the advertising they're doing to do it. So what I did is I went to goodhousekeeping.com to see uh, what the New Year's resolutions for 2021 was. You know, a lot of people are struggling right now and they're going through a lot. And I'm praying that 2021 is a better year for everyone. And one of the things that was on the list, of course, was uh, to quit smoking. So that kind of confirmed that maybe I should talk about this. And keep in mind, this is an informative episode. It's not saying don't smoke. I have a lot of friends and family that are smokers. And I do think actually all of them are menthol smokers. So I'm just giving the information. If you're a person is debating if that's your New Year's resolution, uh, maybe this information will make up your mind. If you're a person that's smoking and is going to continue to smoke, and I'm just giving you the information of what's out there right now. And one of the other reasons why, uh, like I said, this was something I was flipping through over the weekend, and I saw a guy talking about it, and then he mentioned his website. And then about an hour later, I saw the truth.com commercial, which was played at the very beginning of this episode. So I said, let me just go on and do a little bit of research and um, just remind people, you know, my whole thing about episodes on this podcast is to give information. And I just kind of want to read my ladies promoting transparent advocacy mission statement, which is to bring positive inspirational energy to the world and show everyday ladies how they can contribute. And men too, don't forget, I do have a uh, fantastic fellas Friday now, but to let everybody realize how they can contribute to society by promoting their beliefs, ideas, inventions, talents, and opinions, but also making sure we hold people accountable for their actions. And we try to be a voice, you know, speaking for those without a voice, you know, among a lot of the topics selected by the listeners. And I want you guys to just understand, you know, promoting is defined as furthering the progress of something, especially a cause, venture, or aim, support or actively encouraged to exist or flourish. Transparent means free from pretense or deceit. When you're transparent, you invite trust by revealing that you have nothing to hide. You establish yourself as an honest, credible person in the eyes of others. Advocacy the act or process of supporting a cause or proposal. You know, those are the words I specifically chose for this organization because, uh, as I always say, PTA stands for Promoting Transparent Advocacy, and 
coincidentally, I'm from Pittsburgh to Atlanta, so PTA can stand for that as well. I just want to put that disclaimer out there right away because I need people to understand episodes that we do on this show is strictly about inspiring and informing, not to tell you what to do because everybody's grown, but just to give you the information and then that way you can't say you don't know. So since this all came up, that was the reason why I opened it up with the truth.com commercial because it's a little deeper than I realized. I actually did a lot of research and it's just so much out there. But I just want to talk about something that I found. And we're talking about relating to COVID-19. Science experts now warn that cigarette smokers run a greater risk of suffering COVID-19 complications. Remembering complications is defined as a disease or disorder arising as a consequence of another disease. Now, I know you guys are probably tired of me defining words, but I need to define them so you can understand why they're being used. And so I went to do some research on articles from before and now. And in 20, excuse me, 2002, there was a report by someone named Philip S. Gardner. It it was an article entitled The African-Americanization of Menthol Cigarette use in the United States. Now listen to that. So we're seeing right just by the title, it's directed to us in menthol cigarettes. And I just want to read the first paragraph of that. I mean, it's a huge article, like 15 pages, but I just want you to read, and this was in 2002, and I'm going to bring you up to what the CDC said in 2019, which was last year. Now in this article, it says over 70% Now, this was in 2002, of African-American smokers prefer menthol cigarettes compared to 30% of whites, white smokers. Now, it says the unique social phenomenon was principally, principally occasioned by the tobacco industry. Now, see, they already planning. Masterful. Listen to these words they're using. Masterful manipulation. (laughs) Wow. Of the burgeoning black urban segregated consumer market in the 1960s. So this time went back. We've been fighting this longer than I even realized. And I'm really surprised and, and actually honored that a new generation is bringing this to the forefront. I want to go on and continue reading this one paragraph. Through the use of television and other advertising media, coupled with culturally tailored images and messages. Now, see, they tailored it to our culture. The tobacco industry African-Americanized menthol cigarettes. Now, that's pretty deep. The tobacco industry successfully positioned menthol related products, especially the brand Cool, and I remember everybody I knew smoked Cool cigarettes, as young, hip, new, and healthy. During the time that menthols were gaining a large market share in the African-American community, the tobacco industry donated funds to African-American organizations hoping to blunt the attack on their products. Many of the findings 
in this article are drawn from the tobacco industry documents. Now, these are their own documents. This isn't just reporting. These are their own documents that were disclosed following the Master Settlement Agreement in 1998. Now, a lot of people that don't know about the legal industry, let me just give you a little bit of information. I've been in the legal industry over 30 years, and when you go to court and there's lawsuits, there's what you call production of documents. So it sounds like that's where they got this information coming straight from the tobacco industries. So it's kind of like a roadmap of what the industry was trying to do. And it was presented in court. And these are the uh, documents that they're referring to. And it says, after a short review of the original and growth of menthols, this article examines some key social factors that when considered together led to disproportionate use of mentholated cigarettes by African-Americans compared with other Americans. Unfortunately, the long-term impact of the industry's practice in this community may be partly responsible for the disproportionate high tobacco related. Now, it also says that the African-Americans are the highest risk of people getting coronary disease, cerebral vascular disease, esophagus cancer, and oral cancer. Now, according to the CDC.gov website, it says the black children are more likely to be exposed to secondhand smoke. And in 2019, they did a survey about the current use of tobacco use among African-American adults. Now, it's not including the teens or preteens, but for cigarettes, it's 14.9%, cigars, 4%, e-cigarettes, 3.4%, hookahs, 1%, and smokeless tobacco, less than 1%. Tobacco use is a major contributor to the three leading causes of death among African Americans. The first is heart disease, cancer, and a stroke. Now, even though these are the CDC numbers, I personally think from what they're saying that we need to move those all down and put number one as COVID-19. I'm just saying, that's me. That's not the CDC. I'm just saying what I think. You know, it's funny. um, In my research, the Philadelphia Tribune had an article under their health and menthol cigarette because I'm like, how much is out here? What can I see? And they actually had an article that was entitled The Grim Reaper Among Blacks. I'm like, wow. Okay, that's pretty deep. And I'm not going to read the whole article, but I'm going to read two things that I thought should be mentioned. According to uh, this article, cigarette smoking kills more than 480,000 Americans each year with more than 41,000 of these deaths from exposure to secondhand smoke. Now, I remember growing up, a lot of people that I was around smoked, and we actually were definitely um, exposed to secondhand smoke. But it was so normal, we didn't realize that maybe we were putting ourselves at risk by being in the room with the grown-ups smoking. You know, we used to have house parties all the time, so, you know, smoking and drinking was involved in that. 
And even right now, people are stressed. I know people probably are smoking cigarettes that didn't smoke before the uh, before 2020. And we're all stressed, and, and people, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot going on. And I know people probably are um, just not caring right now. They just need to smoke, and I get it. I'm not a smoker. I don't... I. I can't speak as a smoker. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm not telling people not to smoke. I'm just giving the information for those who smoke menthols, maybe don't smoke as much after hearing this if you want to continue to smoke, or maybe not smoke menthols. I don't know. I'm Like I said, I'm not a smoker. And those who are considering making it a New Year's resolution, maybe this episode will make your decision for you. And there's so much out there. And I always remind you, go do your own research. I'm just giving you the information. I want to finish reading the Philly Tribune article. In addition to smoking-related illnesses in the United States, costs more than $300 billion, would it be, a year. Hmm, interesting. Including nearly $170 billion in direct medical care for adults and $156 billion in lost productivity. Now, it's so funny that they mention this. I don't know what they mean by lost productivity, but this is just my personal experience. I'm guessing that means if you're at work and you go out and take smoke breaks, I know people that I've worked with that take smoke breaks, it seems like every 30 minutes. I don't know if that's considered a lot, but... I guess that's what they mean by productivity. I know that people that go on smoke breaks, usually if they're on a break with someone else, you know, they're chilling, smoking, talking, whatever. I'm guessing that's an example of loss of productivity because I remember where I worked, they made it a no smoking building. And I have a lot of friends and coworkers who complained that aren't smokers that if they go on breaks every 30 minutes and take 10, 15 minutes, that's not, oh, actually, this is an example of lost productivity. But what about us taking them breaks, doing nothing, and we're not smokers? I've had those conversations many, many times with coworkers, so maybe that's an example. Also, in this article, it says in 2014, an estimated 40 million U.S. adults, or 16.8%, were cigarette smokers. Of these 30, 0.7 million or 76.8% smoked every day and 9.3 million or 23.2% smoked occasionally. You know, I have friends that are uh, drinkers and they say they only smoke when they drink. So I never understood that, but listening to some of the stuff that I've read, I'm guessing the uh, ingredients that are in these cigarettes that they were saying were targeting African-Americans, maybe that triggers with alcohol and I don't know. That's just me talking. I'm just kind of, kind of just, I don't know. I'm just at all about some of this information I'm reading, so forgive me. But anyway, all I'm saying to the uh, people is be conscious of, products that we um, endorse and put into our bodies. You know, uh, I was reading also um, a page where they were talking about the advertisement 
and the price promotions for the African-American community specifically. And I just want to read these two uh, subject. Menthol cigarette advertisement. Historically, the market and promotion of menthol cigarettes have been targeted heavily towards African-Americans through culturally tailored, listen to this, they tailored this to our cultural, through culturally tailored advertising images and messages. Over seven out of 10 African-American youth ages 12, that's not even a teenager yet, 12 to 17 years who smoke, they use menthol cigarettes. African-American adults have the highest percentage of menthol cigarette use compared to other racial and ethnic groups. Menthol cigarettes is thought to make harmful chemicals more easily absorbed in the body, likely because menthol makes it easier to inhale cigarette smoke. Some Some research shows that menthol cigarettes may be more addictive than non-menthol cigarettes. Price promotion, retail, and point-of-sale advertisement. Tobacco companies use price promotions such as discounts and multi-pack coupons, which are most often used by African Americans and other minorities, women, and young people to increase sales. Areas with large racial ethnic minority populations tend to have more tobacco retailers located within their communities. Hmm, interesting. And this contributes to greater tobacco advertising exposure. Menthol products are given more shelf space. Now listen to this. In the stores, they give menthol products more shelf space in retail outlets within African, American, and other minority neighborhoods. So when you go in the store in the neighborhood, check it out and see if that's true. Wow. Well, all all I'm doing right now is trying to be definitely motivational for those who want to quit smoking, but informational for those who will continue to smoke. And I hope you guys think about your New Year's resolution and if quitting to smoke is one of them. I hope this episode was informative. But as I always say, go do your research because there's a lot out there. I had no clue until I saw this commercial and then saw this guy on television talking about it. I don't even know what triggered it, but I was like, "Mm -mm, okay, let me go do research. And when Good Housekeeping mentioned that that's one of the number one things that people want to do for a New Year's resolution, I thought I'd put it out there before New Year's Eve and If you want to make a resolution to quit smoking, maybe this will help you. If you want to continue to smoke, maybe this will help you step back on how much you smoke. And if you smoke menthols, at least you know what the tobacco industry is intentionally doing to the African-American community. So with that being said, I always want to thank you for listening. I ask that you follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. And I definitely want you to follow us on all of the podcast apps. We are on all of them now. Um, go to uh, Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy. Depending on your podcast app, 
They have me different ways. That's the actual show. But if you type in in all capital letters, Shea Pate, that's S-H-A, uh, uh, apostrophe, <laughs> space, P-T-A, apostrophe, you should be able to pull up all the episodes. This is episode 56, I think. So we have a lot out there, and I will continue to try to inform you, hold people accountable, motivate you, influence you, and inspire you. So you know, if you have any questions or comments, you can always give us a call at 770-455-7723. You can send us an email at podcasthostshapete19 at gmail.com. And as I ask you to continue to support and listen, I always want to make sure you know how much I really appreciate you. So, you know, I like to end all of my episodes with the favorite question. What do you have to say? Thank you for listening. <laughs>